something of uh, uh, how you call it? Him getting dunked on. He put the doctor's face or something on there. I'll figure it out. All right, so we'll, I got I got it rolling right now. So all right, the crackbacks. We are back. Had a few bills to pay there. Weird stuff going on. We've been stuck in the house for weeks on end here. We don't know when that's going to go back to normal, when life is going to get, you know, even normal with a mask walking around the house. Uh, walking outside the house is getting kind of normal. But sports are trying to get back up and running. <laughs> Padme in the house, you can see. Padme the Frenchie. Wanted to get up here. Yeah. Riding shotgun. Riding shotgun. Uh, sports are trying to get back in business here because, you know, they have TV contracts and uh, they have bills to pay. I'm all for it because I know we're all bored at home with nothing new to watch. Already been through Netflix three times. So I'll tell you who I'll tell you who is in business. Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Go over there, get yourself a fajita quesadilla. You want the chicken or the steak? It's like a fajita with the peppers and the onions and the juiciness inside a quesadilla with the sour cream and the pico de gallo. The shrimp tacos are delicious. Get yourself a margarita. Get yourself a Moscow Mule. Maybe some Dos Equis or just a nice ice-cold fountain Coke. Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Delicious. Do they have the Dos Equis Amber? Yes. That's the good one. That's the good one. They have all all the Mexican beers. But, but Joe, back back to what you were saying about watching on TV. Have you guys watched any of the virtual games they were putting on ESPN? Supposedly, they had an MLB The Show on with uh, one of the guys from the Yankees playing somebody from the Diamondbacks, I think. No, I couldn't do any of that. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. I haven't seen it either. I watched literally six minutes of horse. Uh, and it, it, yeah, like they, people playing horse? They had NBA guys playing horse. When I, when I put it on, it was uh, – Brutal. Well, it, it was um, Mr. Big Shot, Chauncey Big – Chauncey – Billups. Billups. There you go. I went blank for a second there. Chauncey Billups and Trey Young. Now, Chauncey Billups has, like, a nice court, like, at his house. And Trey Young's, like, you know, in his driveway on a Walmart rim. It was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely terrible. And then they uh, they cut to another one. They showed it. They put it on Sports Center like it was a real event. I mean, there's nothing else to to, to talk is. about. It is. It is right now. Uh, Chris Paul has an indoor, like a nicer gym than some colleges. Like his court was nice. I want to go play at Chris Ball at Chris Paul's house. And uh, Zach Levine has a whole complex. He has a full baseball field on his property. They got millions, man. You yeah. telling me you wouldn't? And he lives in Minnesota. Uh, not in Minnesota. I'm sorry, Washington. He lives in Washington State. You were souped on the guy in uh, Fort Worth that had a, had a acres, bonfire yeah. in his if back. You have, five and, uh, you have five acres. You have more than enough space to do all of it. And Sam's got a little soccer thing in his backyard, man. If you had millions, you'd have a basketball court, swimming oh, pool, no, I'm everything. I'm not hating at all. I, I would want the indoor one, though. I would want to be in there, you know, rain, sign, uh, you know, no wind. But yeah, that, that certainly, absolutely, I would have. Uh, uh, so sports with no fans. Cause, I mean, there were no fans there either. They had their kids like shooting on Zoom or whatever while they were playing horse. But uh, UFC has an event coming up. What next Saturday? May 9th. We're doing we're doing a UFC uh, segment next week. It's in Jacksonville, right? Yeah, and there's nobody in Jacksonville anyway, so the no fans doesn't matter. Well, it, certainly nobody going to the Jaguars game. <laughs> It's going to feel weird, though, because the athletes themselves, I mean, they you know what, though? feed off, um, of that, off the crowd. Strictly, strictly UFC, they had an event uh, a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago, of them in an arena with no fans. And it was actually kind of cool. 
I mean, definitely the, the energy of the fans is cool and hearing all the fans get all hyped up is cool. But actually being able to hear the fighters inside the cage, like talking to each other, and then you hear the, how hard the hits are and some of the kicks was, was actually pretty cool. So I don't think UFC is going to suffer at all. Um, you know, obviously football, especially college football, which, which kind of plays off the crowd, they're, that's going to be a little bit weird, a little bit different. But me personally, I don't care. I just want to see the sports. I want them to play. Absolutely. Uh, uh, one of the things with UFC is it's pay-per-view. So you don't need to, uh, you don't have to censor they're gonna, anything. They're going to make their money. It's going to have to be on a 10 second delay, 20 second delay. Once it goes to the, the professional sports that are played on broadcast TV, because you're going to be able to hear everything. We all know yeah. what's said down you know, on, on actual field. So it's going to be a lot of bleeping. They're going to have to have some background music or something. They'll probably have, they'll, I mean, they'll have the commentators and everything still, but we don't want to have the same access that we'll have for, for uh, the, the, the UFC. And yeah, I, and I, just, I know also in Italian soccer, they've already done games with no fans pre-corona. I mean, it's mostly been because I know like they had one uh, last year because there were people throwing bananas on the stadium, so they suspended the fans for the next <laughs> race hell over there. Balotelli. Right? Yes. No, this was actually at Lukaku last year. But yeah, it no, did happen at Balotelli. It did yeah, happen at Balotelli man. years ago. It did happen at Balotelli years ago, but last year specifically that game was Lukaku. How are they going to mess with Lukaku? First of all, none of those fans would step to Lukaku if it was Oh, hell no. Hell no. no. Oh, man, it's huge. Huge. Not to be racist, but he looks like a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime you start out a sentence with not to be racist, something racist coming out of your mouth right after. Uh, So baseball starting up. He's huge. He's jacked. He is jacked. Guess you saw uh, something about baseball coming out earlier? Yeah, so I saw um, supposedly somebody that, you know, they have like a, like a Schefter guy from MLB Network that was inside the, the negotiations and everything that they're talking about with the owners. And what they're thinking about right now, which I think is pretty cool, is just jumpstarting the season right around July 4th to a quick 100-game regular season. And instead of having the teams broke up the way they are, which would be a lot of travel the way it usually is, they were going to take the entire – Major League Baseball, so all 30 teams break it up into three divisions. So there'd be an East Coast division, a West Coast division, and everybody in the middle. So, for example, the East Coast division would be, you know, NLNAL. It would be like Red Sox, Yankees, Mets, Phillies, Nationals, Braves, Marlins. Um, You know, obviously West Coast would be like Mariners, Angels, Dodgers, Giants, and then whoever the hell is in the middle, uh, Cubs, St. Louis, Milwaukee, uh, Kansas City. Yeah, um, everybody else out west. Yeah, so there would be a quick 100-game regular season, and then they would go right into the playoffs as normally scheduled. The playoff teams, I'm guessing they would probably do it the way we do fantasy, is the three division winners, two highest division winners get the buys, and then everybody else is like wild cards, however many teams they would need to fill it up. I don't know if they're going to do you know three-game series, five-game series, but I'm assuming eventually the NLCS, ALCS, and World Series will be seven. What do they do in college? Because I honestly have never watched a college World Series game. So it's brutal. It's brutal. They, it's, like uh, a, it's like a round-robin tournament, and they do, like, two losses, and you're out. Oh, uh, yes. All right. So then uh, that it's like, I thought it was uh, – I, I honestly thought it was going to be a like little three-game series, but they're, it's almost like an NCAA basketball tournament. But you would do them in three-game series instead of – 
you know, the one game like you would have in basketball. That but, I would watch. Um, the baseball guy did say that this entire 100-game regular season would be no fans. They would play it in the major league parks in all the, you know, the home parks co- so the players would get the advantage of, you know, sleeping at home and training at home and being in their home city, but there would just be no fans. Once the playoffs start, they might bring the fans back. Baseball is going to be weird. There's so much downtime in baseball. and uh, there's, there's no fans, to, you know, to, to watch. It's just going to be a ball clanking around chairs instead of somebody making a catch in the stands now. I think of all the sports, the one that's going to suffer the most is baseball for having no fans because of how slow it is. Soccer is nonstop. You know, you just focus on where the ball is and something's happening every two seconds. Football, yeah, I mean, it's, it's stop and go, stop and go. But when it's going, it's going. Basketball, going all the time. Baseball, there's yeah. so much downtime that, you know, you, you would do all the other rituals in between. Like the, yeah. The wave. Base, baseball on TV is boring as it is stretch. to me. Yeah. Baseball on TV is background noise. That's what it is. You put that on when there's nothing else on and you clean it When you're house. trying to take a nap. Yeah, you, you you just want you know you just want something so it's not dead silent. You're making dinner or something. You can't really pay attention to what's on TV. You throw the Marlins game on and watch the well. The Marlins is the same thing. They've been playing in front of no fans now for <laughs> since what oh three when they won yeah. when they won the World Series since uh since Juan Fernandez died. Oh, dude, uh, yeah, it's, it's what I'm. That's the truth. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, he would. I didn't crash. The, I didn't crash the boat. He would have been a friend of the program. Uh, Maybe if he didn't have some Cuban dude sucking him off, he wouldn't have crashed. Oh. The thoughts of at Digital Wookie are his own and don't necessarily reflect the thoughts of Ricky Leaky or Mr. Big Pedro. Just rolling that hey. out there just in case. You know, my bad for keeping it real. <laughs> so while we're talking about these sports seasons, I think the NBA should do a March Madness style tournament with just Agreed. one game, one off. Whatever the playoff rankings are, when they stopped, just go, you know, 16 teams, nah, to, to one hell game. With the, to hell with the playoff rankings. Throw everybody in there. It's a whole new world, man. Oh, you want the Knicks to be in the playoffs? Not even not even just the, just the Knicks. You, you, want the Knicks you want the Knicks to be Davidson or Butler. Toss every <laughs> you know, toss everybody in there, man. You, you know, I'm down for that, too. That would be cool, man. I want somebody game. get hot. I want to see I John want a get hot to and take Memphis two rounds deeper than they should have. Or, you know, Rudy Gay actually lives up to his potential and takes San Antonio three rounds in. That would be entertaining to be at there. Just toss everybody in there. If but the one-game March Madness style would be so dope. Yeah, if you're, if you're doing a one-game March Madness style, you're definitely putting the entire league in. Uh, and they're not going to do one game. They're going to do three-game series. They're probably What they'll probably do is 16 teams, three-game series. And then the, the finals would be a seven three game, game series all the way out. Okay, final seven. And then game. the finals would be a seven game series. That's I, I've uh, and when I say three game, I mean be, uh, the first to three. So a, f- a five game. Five, uh, no, no, no. I take that back. Three game series. Yeah, if you win two games, you win the series. I know they would probably do three games because that's more uh, you know television money for them. But if you it, it would have to be the the first to three wins. So then that's a but five I, game series. I like the, I like the March madness losing you're out. It makes every game count, man. Absolutely. Imagine now, like the buzzer beaters in the NBA here's, for like here's, a one-off tournament. Here's an idea. Just, you know, the little lightning bolt, uh, lightning uh, light bulb here. You take your teams, your, your, the top 10 to 20 teams in the league. Right. So, and you, well, I'll take that back. Cause it's eight teams in each conference. You should make the playoffs. So, yeah. 
you take your division winners and you put them in right away. You guys are in the in, in the playoffs. Everybody else goes into a tournament. And yes. And it seeds down to them. And then when it gets down to it, you get to the, you know, the 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 the, the folks who are put their slots in from win the division. Then it goes to a three game series. Finals is a seven game series. That would be dope. Because then you have you have teams, you have Orlando trying to be Cinderella. Yeah. There will be some crazy team that nobody Something's expects that, that gets Something's in. Something's going to happen. That would be and that's very what, that's what makes the tournament dope is, you know, teams like Davidson had that run, uh, Kent State, Butler, all these teams that nobody expects, and all of a sudden they're in the Final Four. Yeah. Uh, who, was that, who was that team a couple years ago with the, with the nun that used to travel with them? Oh, that, that oh, Loyola. Loyola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loyola of Chicago. They balled out, too. That one guy, he the, he – Got drafted. I have to look his name up. He got drafted, but but didn't stick in the league. There was a two guard on that team that was balling. He was too slow. He could shoot, but he was too slow. He was a little undersized too. He was just a, a solid size college guard. You know, there are people that can ball out in college, and then it doesn't translate. Uh, a lot of them come from Michigan State for whatever reason. Sean Respert. <laughs> Sean Respert balled in college. Sean Respert was nasty. Here's an old name. Do you remember Rafer Alston? Rafer Alston. Skip to my Lou. He was a playground legend legend in New York. Uh, You have guys like Mateen Cleaves, bald in college at Michigan State. And then you have another guy I'm going to bring up now who's one of the – we have two Haskins of the week this week. And Haskins here, if you're new to the program, Dwayne Haskins is the dumbest human being on the face of the earth. He he would be a friend of the program if he wasn't the dumbest person on, on the planet. So, Dwayne asked, we got two of them here. Draymond Green, Michigan State Spartan, power forward on the former champion Golden State Warriors, is lumping himself on to Klay Thompson and Steph Curry, not as a teammate, not as a fellow champion. He is saying that the three of them changed, and I will quote him here, changed the motherfucking game. So the three of them, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the Splash Brothers. I never heard Draymond Green included uh, as a Splash Brother. No, he was never one of the brothers. They didn't even, they didn't even include Durant, who should have been a Splash Brother. Uh, but Draymond is attaching himself to him. That is the dumbest thing I've heard. He's a role player. <laughs> Salute. He's a role player that landed on a, <laughs> that landed on a, on a, in a perfect situation on a team with some superstars on it, and he's won some rings for it. Just shut up and be happy, man. Don't, yeah, don't try to l- elevate yourself more. Luckiest guy on earth. You're, he's he's Robert Ori. That's, that's all he is. He's, he ran into the right situation. That's it. He would be he would be a good role player on other good teams, but for him to act like he's some kind of generational player is absolutely ridiculous. And he chased are? and he chased Durant out of there. Yeah, and he so good, Durant away. so good job, man. You had a chance to be one of the best teams ever and roll off like six, seven titles, but you wanted to be a tough guy and bully the dude and run him out of town. All I gotta say is, put some respect on his name. I met <laughs> I, I met Draymond in Europe. <laughs> Shout out to Draymond. That's my boy. I'll never disrespect him. I don't care what you guys are saying. You may be right. You may be wrong. But that is genuinely one of the best guys I've ever met. I probably hung out with him for like four hours, met his fiance now. 
He was uh, he was out there, you know, touring Europe. So you think from we Santorini, Greece. The show not tearing him up. Absolutely, Draymond. You, you remember me? You asked. You told me that if I went to live that Saturday, you'd hook it up with VIP. I tore my ACL, so I was not gonna be dancing anywhere. I still was wearing. <laughs> I was still wearing my brace. But the invite is the thought that counts because I never would have made it over there, and I got, got stuck in Europe. You got to send him on the, the link. You got to send him the link on Twitter. We're gonna we'll hit him up on Twitter. We'll send him the link to the show. He's got to come on now. You you guys are tight. And then you can defend yourself for the, for for the comments you made, so we can have insight. Because you know reporters they like to take one little piece of what someone says and then turn it into something. Maybe he didn't say that. We got to give Draymond a chance to defend himself because that's a paraphrase quote of the entire piece that he told a reporter. Fair enough. Draymond, come on the podcast, defend yourself. Because if the, the story as it came out uh, on the, you know, the Twitterverse is true, you kind of look a little bit like a jackass because you are, you know, the third. You're not even the third wheel. Uh, they are still a bicycle. You're like one of the, the things that slips over the handlebars with the streamers at the end of it. Damn, that's, disrespect. That's, <laughs> that's, that's where you are. Like, like, you it, called him a handlebar cover. Draymond, defend yourself. Get on the show. You didn't even call them the handlebars or the brakes or something. You called them a handlebar cup. What I'm saying is it's cool that you're there, right? And you make make it cooler because it is – sorry, you make it cooler. But if those are gone, you're still getting from spot A to spot B. They're still winning championships whether Draymond's there or not. If Draymond Green's on any other team other than the Golden State Warriors, uh, here's a name, Reek, former Nick. He's Malik Rose. If he's on on any other team – Disrespect. Other than the Golden State Warriors, he is Malik Rose. Hot take. I'm going to put flames up for me. Hot take. Draymond, get on the show and defend yourself. Let's go. Get on the show. Come on here and tell us why you're not Malik Rose. I think Draymond is better than that. I just think. Me too. I just think he's better than that. I just think him including himself with change the game forever is a little bit ridiculous. Malik Rose. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he was what essentially, like, what if there's a comparison, it's like what Rodman did to the Bulls. Every championship team needs that scrappy guy, but that's not, you know, I'm not criticizing you, Draymond, you're my boy, but that's not changing the NBA, you know, being that utility guy that, that do everything, you know. He's not the first to do that. He's, uh, he's no word. And Iguodala was better on that team in the same role. Agreed. 100%. Iguodala was the defensive stopper that they put on LeBron, not Draymond. Absolutely. So we got Kendrick Perkins is the other one. Gets you, you say Kendrick Perkins. Here we go. I'm not exactly sure what the order was, but Kendrick Perkins, who is an ESPN oh. contributor, uh, he put up a list of his top five small forwards in NBA history. And, Joel, you can drop the picture um, right here while we're talking. I'm not sure exactly of the order, but he had LeBron James, number one, Larry Bird, number two. Uh, I forget who no, this – oh, Scottie Pippen was three. Uh-huh. Durant was four. Ke- Kevin Durant was four. And then he put Paul fucking Pierce at number five. Utter disrespect for Dr. J. All right? Julius Irving. Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen both say they modeled their game after Julius Irving, number six, Dr. J. And I would say those Bulls teams turned out pretty good. So Kendrick Perkins can eat a dick. 
My old man always said that, you know, that everyone loved Jordan so much, but before there was Jordan, there was Dr. J. Dr. J the was doctor. on the he was on the New York Nets. That's when he was, was the one that made the dunk contest popular. Exactly. In the ABA, balled out in the NBA in the ABA. Then they moved to you know the ABA dissolved. He went to the NBA and balled out in the NBA again. Champion in, in both leagues. Uh, I don't think he ever led the league in NBA in scoring, but he was a multiple scoring, multiple time scoring champion in the ABA, and he and won titles in both leagues. Runs rings around Paul Pierce. I mean, to be honest with you, without much thought, I'm pretty sure we could find three or four small forwards better than Paul Pierce uh, that should be on this list. Uh, Dr. J is is the first one easily that comes to mind, but it's, it, it, I don't really think it would take a lot, a lot of things. Paul Pierce. Was, was it, wasn't the Iceman a small forward? Yeah. Wasn't George Gervin a small forward? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bernard King was a small forward. Uh, Dominique Wilkins is a small forward. I mean, Dominique Wilkins never won a championship, but he also played in the era I mean, of shit, Magic you could, Jordan. You could say Bird. Barkley was a small forward. And I'll I take him over Paul Pierce all day. He was only 6'4". Yeah, but he still he he still played a, a power forward. He had long arms, and he played a lot bigger than, than he actually was. But you know what it is? Kendrick Perkins played with Paul Pierce, and now he's on ESPN with Paul Pierce and probably thinks he's got to suck Paul Pierce's dick to stay on ESPN. It's definitely That's why the, he had to add him to the list. The Celtic pride. He's, Man, he's, fuck the he's, Celtics. He's taking on the <laughs> – on the, on the <laughs> yeah, and, and then he's he's hitting. He's also disrespecting the old school cats, man. Like if you go all the way back, uh, on uh, Elgin Baylor was a small forward. Yep. Uh, you know, if you go on Elgin Baylor, Pistol Pete Maravich was a was small a two, forward. He was a two guard, wasn't he? No, he's listed as a small forward. If you look him up online, uh, if Maravich is listed as a three, then it, it's an absolute disgrace that Paul Pierce is anywhere close to this list. And do that. We just thought for not even two minutes and came up with three, four guys that are that should be on this list before Paul Pierce. I will say that if this list was Kendrick Perkins' top five small forwards that got stabbed right before the season started and almost died <laughs> and came back and still played in that season, then, yes, Paul Pierce is supposed to be on that list. But if there is no caveat of people getting stabbed, then Paul Pierce should be nowhere close to this list. And I also think it's disrespectful to put uh, Durant at four. Let's be honest. Scottie Pippen is not a better individual player than Durant. That's not even uh... close. I don't think it's close. I don't think as an individual talent, I don't think it's close. Durant's way better. For, but you can formulate an argument because of, of, of Scottie Pippen's defensive abilities. And you want to talk about actually changing the game. He was their actual point guard. They didn't play with a point guard. They always had the, the person who was playing point guard was always a spot-up shooter. It was a B.J. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a tri- that's more of the triangle, though. Than... Steve Car- it was a Steve Kerr. But mm-hmm. he, was the one that, he was the one that facilitated the offense at 6'9", uh, and then would guard the, t- the other team's best defensive player. And every night. Down. Every night. The Pippen only person the that player. ever put the clamps on Magic Johnson was Scottie Pippen. Uh, so they, there's, you can make the argument for it. Durant rings around him you know, as far as a, a, just a pure scorer. And if they played one-on-one, it would be a decent battle because you know, Durant's long, but Scottie was too. He'd be able to. And he'd be able well, to Scottie was super athletic, man. Super athletic, super strong. He was wiry. Uh, you know the thing is, Rick, where it's it's old versus young right now because we remember watching Scotty play and watching live and watching him, you know, literally. And that team, that team was unstoppable. On people, 
And then when they got Rodman after, when they decided to play defense, they were all long. So you had, you know, Jordan 6'6". Ron Harper was 6'6". Scotty was all of 6'8", 6'9". Rodman played, you know, taller than he was. Rodman was like 6'10". But he would absolutely guard anybody. And don't forget about Luke Longley. (laughs) And Scott Williams backing him up, North Carolina. But it's no, disre- uh, it's no disrespect to me. I'm, sa- I'm not saying he's not a great player. He belongs on that list. I just think as an individual talent, I think Durant's way better. As From a, scorer, you can as a scorer and a shooter, yes. But as an all-around player, I don't think so. Because I, I think was, Durant's, Durant's a great passer, too. It's not like he's not a good passer. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. As a, as a scorer and an offensive player, then Durant has better skills. He's a better shooter, passer, whatever. Hand, he's a better ball handler, too. But yeah. Scott – You'll see some wars uh, and, and Scottie Pippen getting involved in some things because they said the next last dance. So we're going to talk about the last dance on the next, uh, the next pod next week. Uh, the next one, and I know you're going to get caught up on it this weekend, Rick, because it's the Knicks episode. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely going to – even though it's sad, but I'm going to definitely yeah, still see it. It's because there's going to be the roller coaster of emotions in there because there's going to be some spots where you're going to feel the, the, you know, the, the Starks dunk. Uh, you know, they're, they're, we we're the only team that pushed them all the way to the brink and should have beat them a couple of times in there. If Xavier McDaniel is on that team instead of Charles Smith, we win that game that Charles Smith is missing layups at the end. So this see, uh, refresh my memory real quick, yeah, because this is actually a kudos for Scotty, which is why I actually think Scotty's underrated. So me saying this doesn't mean I think he's trashed at all. The two years where Michael was gone, I remember the first year they lose to the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And that was, and to me, that's still the most disrespectful dunk I've ever seen in my life. Was unfortunately Pippen dunking on Ewan. Well, it's the, it's not the most disrespectful of mine. Uh, and I'll put the, the video up of of both of those. Unfortunately, there's a show that we're fair. I'll put the Pippen dunk on on uh, on Pat up there. But also, I was in the building when Patrick Ewing stared Lonzo Mourning mm. eye to eye, took one step, and threw it down on his head in Alonzo Mourning's house. That's up there. But the most disrespectful dunk of all time also is on Alonzo Mourning. It's by Vince Carter, though, when he was on on the Nets. Yeah. Yeah, he caught it. He cocked it all the way back and and threw it down on Alonzo Mourning. But the reason I like Pippen, too, is because he walks over him. Like, that's extra disrespect. After you dunk, you just walk over him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Chappat pushed him off of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he still did it. But that, so, so so those two years, right? I mean, yeah. he proved his worth as an individual player. Well, they lost without Jordan carrying playoffs. that team far. They but what about the next year? One playoff. They Jordan came back. Remember, he came back towards the end of the season. Uh, it was well, that's the year he wore forty-five, and they lost to the Orlando Magic. So the ninety-five playoffs. So that's when the Magic lost to Houston because Houston uh, won back to back, right? And the Magic lost to Houston. You know, because Nick Anderson missed the four free throws. Shaq moves on to L.A. two years later. If they win that game, if, if Nick Anderson hits those two free throws at the end of four, any of those four free throws at the end of game one, and they win that first game, they beat Houston five, six games tops. They lost that game, and they, they took their heart, and they got swept. Yeah. The, and that why, that's why Shaq ended up. If Shaq wins that championship, he plays his entire career in Orlando, and he's a TV nah. star the next you know, however many years. No, I don't disagree with that at all. Yeah. But it looks like Getz left or the, his uh, didn't technical his, difficulties. Didn't pay his internet bill or, or, or something. I'll stick a little picture of, 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 a, of a digital Wookiee down at the bottom. 
But uh, that's been Crackbacks. We're going to holler at you next week. Everybody watch The Last Dance. Two huge Nick fans are on the screen right now. And as, and as painful as it might be, we're the only team that took Georgia to the brink. So we're going to watch the, uh, the Last Dance come this weekend, and we'll talk about it next week. Have a good weekend, folks. Stay safe and Rona-free. Crackbacks, we're out. Out. Oh.